0: It's Tuesday, December 5th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A former senior U.S. diplomat who served in U.S. embassies across Latin America was accused of spying for Cuba's intelligence service for decades in one of the highest-reaching and longest-lasting security breaches of the U.S. government, according to a criminal complaint unsealed Monday. Victor Manuel Rocha, a former U.S. ambassador to Bolivia, was arrested by the FBI on Friday. The unsealed complaint said that the 73-year-old Rocha had worked for Cuba as a covert agent since at least the early 1980s until now. Rocha secretly supported the Republic of Cuba and its clandestine intelligence-gathering mission against the United States by serving as a covert agent of Cuba's intelligence services, the complaint said. To do so, Rocha provided false information to the U.S. and traveled outside the country to meet with Cuban undercover agents, according to the complaint. Former diplomats said this is likely to be the worst breach by Cuban intelligence of the U.S. government, surpassing that of Ana Belen Montez, a senior Cuba analyst at the Defense Intelligence Agency, who pleaded guilty to spying for Cuba in 2002. In other news, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is heading to Mexico this week to promote her agency's new strike force to help combat illicit fentanyl trafficking as the U.S. and China step up efforts to stop the movement of the powerful opioid and drug-making materials into the United States. In Mexico City, Yellen will talk with government and private sector leaders about stopping illicit finance that funds the drug trade and boosting supply chains through her, quote, friendshoring initiative, end quote. A major focus of the trip will be on stopping fentanyl financing. The counter fentanyl strike force announced Monday will bring together personnel and intelligence from throughout the Treasury Department to more effectively collaborate on stopping the flow of drugs into the U.S. After meeting with President Biden last month in California, Chinese President Xi Jinping announced that China is telling its chemical companies to curtail shipments of the materials used to produce fentanyl to Latin America. In world news, dozens of Indonesian hikers were crowded near the top of Mount Merapi late Sunday morning, snapping selfies and admiring one of the most celebrated views on Sumatra Island. A few hours later, the volcano erupted, spewing ash and scorching volcanic rocks that killed at least 11 of them and injured many others as they fled down its steep slopes. Rescuers managed to bring around four dozen people to safety, but 12 remained unaccounted for by Monday evening. Efforts were underway to locate them, the local search and rescue authority said. Their work was hampered by heavy rainfall, and visibility was low because of the ash. The eruption sent plumes of volcanic ash 1.9 miles into the air, blanketing the nearby city of Bukatinji. The ash and falling rocks struck hikers, causing head injuries and severe burns, said the director of Dr. Ahmed Mokhtar General Hospital in the city, which received some of the casualties. And spotify is preparing to lay off 17 percent of its workforce or about 1500 employees as the company accelerates its profitability push chief executive daniel ek announced the job cuts the stockholm-based company's third round of layoffs this year to staff on monday despite efforts to reduce costs ek said spotify is still spending too much money The audio streaming company has been squeezed by slower economic growth as well as interest rate increases that have made it more expensive to borrow. Spotify shares rose 8% to $195.42 in afternoon trading Monday. The stock is up nearly 150% in 2023, but remains down about 46% from its record closing high in February 2021.